Welcome to Conversate, our podcast where we engage in conversation. And on this week's episode, we are talking about life. Uh, life is a good word. We started a new sermon series at Saints Peter and Paul on September 11th, 2022, called Good Words, where we're looking at biblical metaphors, images, words that describe uh, the good news of salvation that we have in Jesus. And so this first word is life. So uh, I preached about that on Sunday, and we're talking about it here. So as always, we hope you enjoy it. <laughs> ah, life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Right in, baby. Oh, boy. Yeah. Should we cheers? Yeah. All right. Cheers. Good morning, Kevin. Cheers to you. Yeah. Good morning, man. Morning, morning. It's a, it's a good morning today. It's clear. It's sunny. Yeah. Bright. It's really nice. It is nice. This is like, Molly, uh, <laughs> I was scrolling through Facebook the other day and saw some sort of picture, a meme or something. It was like, what were you excited about for fall? And I had four, you know, different quadrants and it was, yeah. you know, pumpkin flavored things um, yes. or uh, the leaves falling or changing colors or sweater weather or I forget what the fourth one was, but. Sweater weather. That's what I said. Yeah. I'm in short sleeves today, but. Sweater weather's nice. Yeah. I actually thought to myself this morning, as I was, you know, having to choose my clothes, I thought to myself, I should get back into sweaters. Mm. I feel like just sweaters on, on men are like, they kind of went out, you know? Yeah. And then I got thinking to really top it off, we need to bring back turtlenecks. Mm. I, mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. happened to turtlenecks? I don't know. What? But when I was a kid, we would wear turtlenecks and sweaters. Not at the same time. Yeah. You would wear a sweater and a turtleneck? I think so. Like a turtleneck? A turtleneck's pretty warm as it is. Well, they were like, uh, it was like a thin thin material. Oh, okay. It would just go up your neck and then... All right. I'm envisioning turtleneck sweaters. No, 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 no. no. Okay. Like a turtleneck like a undershirt. Yeah. Yep, yep. I, I've only seen one of those ever. <clears throat> uh, a turtleneck? A thin one that you're describing. Oh, man. Yeah. It was, yeah, a, we had it, was it. A, it was a girls in college and it had Christmas <laughs> decorations on it and I borrowed it for an ugly sweater Christmas party. Yeah. It was very form fitting on me. Well, after this, I'm going to do a little Googling and see what happened to turtlenecks. All right. See if I can bring it back. Bring it back, man. Yeah. You got to keep the neck warm, you know? Especially up here. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I thought you were going to say that the fourth quadrant of the fall was uh, fall allergies. Oh. Because... Uh, I'm feeling that a little bit today. So I don't know what it is. No idea what I'm allergic to, but it's something Mm. that happens every time this year. Mm. But Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah, so here we are another week and we're kind of, I guess we're getting rolling on another fall ministry cycle um, where, you know, we we have a, a number of things that pick up at this time of year that, that don't really happen in the, in the summer from, Sunday school, the mm-hmm. uh, confirmation class with our junior high kids, and our, a lot of our life groups um, start meeting again. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of a fun, you know, fun time to get those things rolling again. And we just had our annual rally day celebration uh, right. this last Sunday outside, and that was weird weather for that, though. I oh, mean, yeah, <clears throat> it started just with thick fog. <laughs> It but turned into a gorgeous day. Yeah. Really turned out nice. Well, we always have, it's always windy at church mm. up on this hill, mm-hmm. you know, for a lot of times for those outdoor services. And yeah. 
so that was actually, I th- I found it to be very pleasant. Yeah, it was still and not hot. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't co- it wasn't cold either. Yeah. It was just right. Know. Yeah. So yeah, we ordered it up. God delivered. <laughs> he was good. He was good to us. Yeah. Then you we kicked off a new sermon series, right? So good words. Yeah. You led us through this uh, first good word on uh, life. Yeah. Which is big. That's a lot of uh, a lot of language here it at Saints Peter and Paul. See it on like every. I mean, I've got a softball shirt. It says "Alive in Christ." I mean, that's our email tag. I think in all of our emails. Yeah. Um, is it on the? It might not be on the sign. It's not on the sign. It's on one of the banners in the gym. Yeah. Yeah. We are. We are alive in Christ. Yeah. Yeah. You know we. That that phrase, this alive in Christ. It, we had a we had a subcommittee, I guess you could call it, over ten years ago. That was kind of thinking about you know why does Saints Peter Paul exist or what mm. what makes us unique. It was kind of a revisioning uh, process uh, team, and so that that group did interviews with a, a lot of people here at church, and we. We hosted even like a, a vision festival where people could go around in different rooms and like write answers to questions and stuff. And basically, when we we would ask people like, <clears throat> "Why do you come here to Saints Peter and Paul?" or like, "What what got you here? Why'd you keep coming back?" and we would hear a lot of the same responses. Things like, "Well, the people are really nice. You know, um, everybody's kind and considerate and caring and." Um, which is all good. Those are wonderful characteristics. But we were thinking, like, I mean, there are lots of organizations that are that. You know, McDonald's. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they do anymore, but they used to promise you, like, service with a smile. Wasn't oh, that that's a McDonald's? Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Chick-fil-A is kind of renowned for their pleasantries. For their hospitality. Yeah. 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 And so you can kind of get any of those things from lots of different organizations. So we were thinking, like, it can't, like there's, mm-hmm. there's a reason. There's a reason that that God's people in a church would mm-hmm. want to be that way. And, and so this, this biblical concept of having life in Christ, being alive in Christ, mm-hmm. is kind of what we, what we settled on. And we, we, I, I truly believe it. The longer that we <clears throat> kind of sit in this, in this vision and, uh, of who we are as a church, um, the more I see it that, that, and, and believe that when the spirit of the living God and, and the resurrected Lord Jesus is present in the lives of his people, there actually will be this fullness of life that Jesus mm-hmm. promises. And there will be a kind of spirit amongst the people where you will see that people are living a different, a different kind of life. One that's, that is hope filled and joy filled, um, not neglecting sorrow and hardship, but still, um, finding like vigor and vitality in that and in, in the life of Christ. And so, yeah, it's it's uh, it's a full theme, and I mean, and it's it's weighty, and so I mm. I I took one angle at it, you know, in my sermon on Sunday, but I've preached on this topic and taught on it many many times, and so we there are many ways that the Bible talks about life, and that we could talk about life, but I kind of summed it up in the sermon though too that in the Bible, like if you if you really boil it down. The whole idea of what it means to have a, a have true life in Christ or life mm-hmm. with God 
means uh, a, a communion with God. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like that is that yeah. is kind of the biblical definition of of full life yeah. is this communion with God, like physically, spiritually, just in perfect communion with God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So like not even life with God, just life itself. Like yeah. life, I mean, as it was created to be, has that, uh, that aspect of, of unity or is unity with God, yeah. like fundamentally. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think of like John, I think it's John 5, uh, that talks about that, uh, you know, those who uh, come to believe in Jesus have crossed over, Jesus says, uh, like crossed over from death to life. Yeah. You know, like they were, which is weird, you know, because we don't, and I think even in your sermon you said something, well, you had us check our pulse. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and it is a little strange though, because it's like when you look around, I mean, well, clear, everyone who's walking around is alive, yeah. right? But, uh, but we're kind of, you're making a distinction here, right? Yeah. It's different than, maybe it's different than existing, <clears throat> right? There's a difference between existing and being alive. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where, I, that's where we lean in and, and we looked at the passage from John 10, 10. And I, I didn't do a full excursus on it, but where Jesus says, I have come that they may have life mm. and have it abundantly. So, like, I, I see that as it's, it's not merely just an existence. It's this, it, you're alive, but it's this, it, there's a fullness to it. You know, it's more than just, mm. more than just a heartbeat. But I, I understand that it can get a little bit tricky because we, like the Bible and, and I think in our Christian language, we, we, we like, uh, we talk about life as though um, there's physical life and spiritual life. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so that we're physically alive or physically dead, spiritually alive, spiritually dead. Yeah. Um, in, our, in, in our current existence, that is true. All right? So the, the fact that like, we still live in a, in a world where sin is present and death is a reality mm. Uh, we're not yet in the new creation where those things will be no more. So we do still kind of have this like this dual existence, I guess, where we have like, you know, we have flesh and bones and, and these, and, and, and lungs and hearts that, that breathe and beat. And there will, unless Christ returns first, there will come a day where your body's Mm -hmm. not going to do those things anymore. And Mm -hmm. mine won't either. Right. But we also have this, this spiritual, life as we talk about it um where where you know um, somebody can have a pulse but be spiritually dead right yeah um, yep so or um, conversely someone could be dead <laughs> and spiritually alive yeah. be alive yeah right, right. i know yeah. Yeah. so <clears throat> but the biblical understanding of life in general is not all divided like that right mm-hmm. um especially like the old Old Testament, like Hebraic, like Jude- yeah. Judaism. And the promise of what we're going to have eternally. That's right, yeah. Not is, a division of... Is not... A division of heaven and earth or of soul and... And body, body. as yeah. these distinct things. It's just, you just, you are and, and you're alive and you have life in communion with God and with other people. Yeah. That unity you're talking yeah, about. That's, yeah, that's life. Uh-huh. Um, so, so it gets a little bit confusing sometimes when we're talking about like... Um, because Ephesians two says, when we were yet still dead in our trespasses, mm-hmm. um, God came and made us alive in Christ. That's so, right. 
it's a little bit confusing. I, I think maybe, uh, for people, cause it's like, I haven't died, mm. you know, physically. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, well, when you were dead, I'm like, well, I wasn't dead, you know? Uh, but I, I, we have to understand the reality. Like what it's saying is, but still in your life, like you, every one of us are born like spiritually dead, you right. know, um, like with, with sin and brokenness in us. And so mm-hmm. the, the Ephesians two is teaching us that life is a, is a good news word. It's a word of grace that, that while we're incapable of, we're incapable of saving ourselves from this sinful state, mm-hmm. God comes to us and, and saves us and gives us, um, life. Yeah. Right. And you see that played so, out. I mean, even, even in the natural world, right? Like you look at the, you know, every season i mean that's what's fun about the seasons too and we're dipping into the fall season yeah. here but you know you get to uh, to the winter and and everything's dead you yeah. know uh, trees have died sure they've gone dormant you know we can split hairs if we want to but the reality is none of these plants are coming back to to life and to bloom and to flourish and to be beautiful apart from the sun yeah right so it's kind of cool. I mean, they can't do it themselves either. They need that sunlight, yeah. you know, to come and to draw them back out and to give them life. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's exactly what, uh, how we experience, uh, or it's a good metaphor, at least, for how we experience mm. uh, Jesus in that spiritual life. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, just, I'm curious, you know, you're still relatively new to this, to this place and to this, you know, mm-hmm. Saints Peter and Paul resting in this reality that we're alive in Christ. Um, I don't know. I'm just curious when you first heard that phrase that that was our, you know, mm-hmm. um, way of being here. Do do you recall any like memory of hmm. thinking like thinking about that or, or wondering what that what that meant or? I mean, I think so. I know that I kind of picked it up, um, and probably more so, especially being here, being in the building, you know, seeing it around more than maybe others would. Um, but I, you could kind of tell, like, oh, there's something to this alive in Christ. Like, this is uh, there's there's something here that's like kind of thematic for this church, this people. Um, and uh, I li- I liked the sound of it. Like, it's it's uh, it's good language, you know. Um, it. It kind of speaks to again, yeah, that vitality or the vibrancy, maybe, um, of the of the people. I think for me, part of my ch- uh, challenge in coming in was, and I don't have any distinct memories of of um, like the language or thinking about it, but uh, I know that it's like it's good to have that kind of short, almost like motto for your church. You know, um, kind of a just a simple way to think about, yeah, what. How do I how do I explain to someone about Saints Peter and Paul? Oh. You know who we are, what we do, um, because otherwise we just tend to be very verbose and we get lost, you know, in the in the, in the speech. Um, and the previous church community I was at had done the same thing, so they had their own little statement as well. And it took time. It's not something that happens right away, but you spend enough time in a community that is kind of being formed or drawn into, or um, you know kind of washed in 
this verbiage over and over again, it comes, it becomes kind of a part of your identity. Mm. And so I was still carrying, I was still carrying a, a bit of my identity from my last church uh, oh. context. Yeah. And uh, I'd find myself like, it would just come out and it still does sometimes. Um, and I like to like to carry it with me, but yeah, now like life in Christ is, I think the longer I'm here, the more that's kind of gestating and becoming part of my, you know, the inner workings of my mind when I think about uh, what it means to be a part of God's community. And what I like about it is, is I can't say it and not think about what we were talking about, how it's, it's top down. Yeah. It's God's work. Like we were dead in our trespasses. We moved from death to life and not because we did something, but God came down. He came in. He resurrected us, you know, already. Yeah. I mean, that's the cool thing. Like eternity already started. Right. You know? Um, And I find, like, I find the more I think about it too is like there's a a past reality, a present reality, and a future reality that's all in those words. Like, Hmm. um, so like, I mean, I can think about my, you know, my physical existence. I'm I'm alive in this world um, because Christ is is God and part of the creating order. And so even the fact that I was born into this world is a gift from God. Mm, yeah. So uh-huh. I was I was born, I was given this life. Mm. Now in my present day life, I know that I don't want to live in that former life of the flesh because I've been baptized into Christ and into this new life. And I want to live life in this this new way, <laughs> alive in Christ. But it's also my future reality in eternity Mm. that death will be no more and all it will be is life in christ in perfect communion with him and with others for all Mm. eternity like Mm -hmm. there's it's a i mean it just frames kind of that that whole narrative of of my my life and my existence you know not just in the not just in the future but even present day and that's what i was trying Mm -hmm. to talk about too like this i don't know I don't know if I did a good job, (laughs) Uh, but like I I was mentioning um, like this fullness of life in Jesus Christ means like we have this integrated, um, Uh an an integrated life where it's not like, it's not just, I talk about and think about Jesus on Sunday mornings at church, but Mm -hmm. in everywhere and in everything is Christ. Um, And therefore, wherever I go, wherever I live, whatever I do, um, I, I can live in Christ, um, Mm -hmm. uh, in my, in my work and in my neighborhood and in my athletics or in my schooling, all of those things. Like, so it's, it's, it's integrated. It's formed. Christ is there. I I have community like Mm -hmm. with him. Mm -hmm. He's Mm -hmm. offering that to me in those places, not just at church, but all over. And so like I can live in this new kind of life, uh, everywhere and I, I just think I think people are I think people are hungry for that I mm-hmm. I get I get the idea at least because I, I've just heard for so long that it I, I think a lot of people like live these as bifurcated the right word uh like or a divided life where it's like faith in one part of my life and my this my Resident life existence my existence life yeah. my, my 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 pulse you know life yeah. um Over elsewhere here. yeah well i was just going to comment too that i've heard um uh you know people uh, kind of throughout the years and not only in this church community but other church communities too talk about and maybe with some you know like 
I think there's validity to it, but saying how like Sunday is kind of this like real refreshing, you know, kind of like recharge, right? Like they come back into the space and it's kind of like, ah, you know, and there's rest. And that's, I mean, that's what God intends. I mean, that's why it's called Sabbath, right? right? It is rest. Like, uh, and, and, and part of that is because we're coming together to, to have unity with God yeah. in a very intentional way. Yeah. But what you're saying is like, that's not limited. Yeah. You don't got to wait six days to get that, you know, to be recharged again or, or refreshed. Um, yeah, that, that unity with God and that communion with him is something that we have access to all of the time. Right. All of the time. Um, and that's pretty huge. I mean, I know, like, I got to draw on it. Like, <laughs> it's more than just daily. Like, it, I mean, you know, to kind of get me through, like, um, it's, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's amazing that God is, is that available uh, to us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. We don't have to be segmented in our thinking. Right. In our faith. Right. Because I, I, <clears throat> I, again, not to be too, hopefully not too complicated, but that, that holistic life that God designed in the beginning, mm-hmm. this communion with God, and that we're promised in eternity, um, is, 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 is holistic. It's, it's physical. It's spiritual. It's with God. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not all these divided things it is it is whole so therefore if that was what god designed in the past and what he's promised us in the future it's it is a part of our reality now too Mm -hmm. um we don't like we don't have to live these these divided lives of you know spirit and body and god over there and life over here and all that stuff it is it can be much more integrated well i think experientially that's you kind of you notice it when things just feel a little like at a joint, you know? So like at a funeral, like spiritually, you know, say they're a believer and you know, hey, they're living on, right? right? Well, but death is still not part of God's plan. It wasn't part of his design. So something's off here. It feels wrong, you know? And that's right. Yeah, It should, you know, like it makes sense that it feels wrong or that there's kind of that like, I don't know, just that it's off, you know? Um, But likewise, if I'm going through my day, my week, I'm, I got my pulse, you yeah. know, I can breathe, I'm existing, but things feel off, yeah. you know, um, I think, I, th- I think a lot of times that's when we're really create our souls are kind of craving that spiritual refreshment, right. spiritual reviving. Right. And uh, that's where I talked about the, I don't know, the, the image that popped into my head in preaching was the whole idea of like empty calories mm-hmm, or whatever, you mm-hmm. know, and I, yep. I, I don't know. I find that makes sense because it's just like, oh yeah, I, if I'm nourishing myself on just empty things, right? Um, Scrolling through Facebook, finding autumn memes. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's nice, but it's yeah. like, I mean, and there's it's funny. Well, it's not funny. It's interesting. Like even the studies they've done, you know, about like kind of the psychological effects, and it does like it wires you, you know, while you're scrolling, looking at the what do they call that? the screen blue blue light or whatever oh yeah that's why you're not supposed to be on your phone before you go to bed because it like it wires you i mean you get like a you get like a hit you know of dopamine kind of yeah. thing but then as soon as you're off it you know we're kind of it's yeah. like empty calories you know yeah. like you fade, out, you fade out and that's like so many things in life you, you kind of go after them and it's kind of fun and it's you know maybe it picks you up in the moment but it's like as soon as yeah. as soon as you got to turn your attention away from it then all of a sudden you're kind of back to that just feel off or disjointed or I don't even really want to feel, you know? And I think, yeah, like 
kind of what you're saying. We know how things were in the beginning, how they're going to be in eternity. Yeah. We're in this middle moment where things are off. Yeah. I mean, it's the brokenness, right? But God has given us spaces to come and taste, right. you know? And that's where, and this, again, that's where baptism plays a huge role, that we're mm. baptized into this death and resurrection of Jesus. Like we actually are, we believe, already in eternal life yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if listeners, if that, if you've ever heard that before, but a lot of times if you, if that's the first time you've heard it, you're like, no, I thought eternal life starts when I die. No, like you're already, already. like you get to be you for eternity. Yep. And I, like, I remember when I first heard that, it was like, whoa, that means that my life actually matters now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not just like waiting not, for things to yeah, begin perfectly. Yeah, yeah. Like, my, what I do now has eternal significance mm-hmm, yeah. for me and for other people. That's right. And that's that shouldn't be like a burden, but a, like a beautiful way to live, a purpose-filled yeah. way to live. I mean, now every every one of my interactions with whomever, yeah, like has the capacity for, yeah, exactly, like, eternal significance. Yeah. Um, that's pretty big. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. Life, man, at, you know, at the end of the day, actually, um, well, uh, sorry, um, last week in our podcast, we, we did talk about how our Christian faith is a matter of life and death when we were talking about, mm-hmm. you know, persecution and stuff. And that's so right. here we are, and again, we're saying, like, yeah, it's all here, you know. Like life is life is what God has designed for us. It's what He's got planned for eternity. It's why we, it's why we cherish life. It's why we support life. It's why we tend to life. Um, we never we never aim towards um, death. We are you know holistically pro life. You could say right because yeah. God is, and so um, we are we're people that um, we love life. Um, and in particular, we love life in in Christ, and so. Mm. Um, to our, to our listeners, uh, to those of you journeying with us here again today, perhaps you've heard um, me or us uh, talk about the fact that we're alive in Christ, uh, but maybe this conversation, again, highlighted or brought out something new or, or, or another way to think about that or another layer. And so that's our goal and our, our prayers that you just continue to rest in that reality that you have, mm. you have life. Um, you were brought into existence as a gift from God. That means that he loves you. It means he's got purpose for you. Um, we're going to talk next week about um, that we actually belong to God. Mm-hmm. And we have belonging. That's going to be cool. Um, but I don't want to get ahead of myself. And so you have eternal value, eternal significance, um, and eternal life. Um, and it doesn't start at a different time. It starts um, when you're baptized and when you're, when you're called to be his very own. And so you have it now. So live like it. Uh, live alive in Christ. Uh, Kevin? Good to be on the couch with you, bud. Have a great day. You too, man.